Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Intimate Knowledge. This is Brooke Burke. This is Megan King-Edmonds. And I'm sex and intimacy coach Leila DeVille. And we are connecting via Skype. We are um, in different corners of the world. And I'm so mm-hmm. happy to see you girls, see your faces and also to hear your voices because I, I really miss our connection. And, you know, we've all had to adapt so swiftly to this disruptive experience and how we experience another. And I I feel like these Skype appointments now are so important and Mm. it's, it's such a nice thing to kind of look forward to. I've even been doing it with some of my girlfriends, um, just mm-hmm. scheduling like a little bit of a hangout because it's mm-hmm. all we've got right now. You know, how, how are you girls doing? I mean, I've got to say, I'm so grateful for you guys, for the podcast, um, for just the connection that, that we have coming together and talking about um, what makes us women and, and how we're coping. Because I feel like with my three kids in my home, it's Groundhog Day. And a lot of times um, it feels like, uh, what is what what is it called when you're at home but you're in prison? Lockdown. <laughs> Lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, what all of us are doing. That's right. Yeah, house, arrest. Right. house arrest. House that arrest. One. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, and so it's just so nice to be able to come to the space where with with you two ladies and know that um, that I feel like an adult and a and a woman and have this kind of normalcy that makes me. feel feel alive. Thank God. Mm. I've been watching you on, on the gram and on social media. And I just keep thinking about you like at home with your three children and being on your own. And I, I, God, I, I, I feel for you, you know, it's like lockdown sounds like such a violent term, but you know, in a sense, as we accept the fact that our social freedom in ways that we know has been taken away, it's also been opened up in ways that are not familiar. So, right. It's forcing us to do a lot of other things, but, um, 
it seems so shallow our digital connection yet it's it's vital right now and it's so important and so I'm, we have. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that you're feeling like a woman because I haven't been out of my sets sweats for 22 days <laughs> 22 days <laughs> I said to my boyfriend I'm like babe, I like mean, this is this is as good as it gets with the occasional workout outfit I'm like this just got really freaking real you know what I mean yeah, I like just say I've seen your workouts on social media and you look sexy as hell I watch you and I'm like I look down and my potato chips staining my sweatshirt and I'm like oh well, I could be doing that workout Brooke's doing but I'm just gonna watch her do it <laughs> Well, don't. I wonder how many people are watching and how many people are participating. <laughs> Doesn't really oh, matter. I watch. Like, you do you. Don't you, you dare, Leela. I was thinking about you too, all the way across the planet. Like, what? No, you got to move your body as much as all of us. Of course, you're moving it so much sexually. I like. I love what you're doing. Yes. I I love seeing you and your husband and your kids. You have such a beautiful family, and I love what you're doing on the gram and. You know, I kind of I was talking to my girlfriend about it the other day. It's sort of like this lovers Q&A and this incredible opportunity to just deep dive into dialogue and get to know someone. And I've been experimenting, you know, in my relationship, either in person or on the phone or on FaceTime, asking questions. And I, I wanted to um, actually ask you something, Lila, while, while it's just the three of us and we rarely like get this intimate time alone. And we have so much that we can learn from you. And usually on our, our podcast, we have such an agenda. But I was talking to one of two of my girlfriends, we were doing a split FaceTime the other day. And she's dating and she's in a new relationship. And she's really been struggling with defining her needs. She's struggling with finding the words to um, ask for what she wants. But as we got deeper into the conversation, I realized that she's having a more difficult time um, not finding the words, but really figuring out what she wants and what she likes and, and what she doesn't like. So I, I don't know. I, I just, I think it would be really helpful for people to have a, some tips on how to discover that, how to find, how to tap into that, their own personal desires, right? Like you're always saying that we have to find our own personal intimacy before we yeah. can deepen that with a partner, right? Especially yeah. now when most of us are alone, right? Most of us yes. are going through this corona crisis alone, right, Megan? Mm -hmm. Like, That's right. How can we use this to learn more about ourselves and then, you know, for the people yeah. that are, are lucky enough to have someone to deepen that relationship. Yeah, and that's definitely what I'm seeing this time as, time as for me as that pause and able, um, like, have this surplus of time to be able to deepen my relationship with my partner, deepen my relationship to myself. Um, and so that's how I'm utilizing it. And um, you'll see on Instagram, I, we're doing a good intimacy prompts thing together and it's going so well for us. Like our relationship is um, even from just like being the example of doing the prompts online, it's, it's mm -hmm. I feel more heard than ever. Like I can, I can hear, I can feel in him absorbing what I'm saying and then implementing that and then responding to me from that place. And it's so beautiful. And I'm loving that. Like, do you think it's so because much. of the pace also, because the pace, exactly. because I've noticed that also with my girlfriends when we're scheduling a time, like, a, you know, even a FaceTime hangout where 
we're not distracted and running and rushing from appointment to appointment or, or having such a demanding schedule that we're slowing down enough mm-hmm. to actually mm-hmm. listen to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we have mm-hmm. that break from the pace so that we can actually listen to our bodies. And I think that's what a lot of people are experiencing, actually, that I hear Like you're either in a lot of anxiety because you're actually listening mm-hmm. and you're like all the fear and all the, um, the angst is kind of coming to the surface. Um, or, or, and you're feeling your body in a, in a, in a way that you're just getting more and more intimate with it. And I think that's the key to developing intimacy with yourself is to slow it down. It's like the number one thing. And you have to slow it down to a degree that you can actually listen to the internal responses that you're having in your body and how your body is responding um, and then be guided by that. So I kind of call it one practice I, I teach is called the thread of desire. So you can do this with your partner. You can do it with yourself. Um, it's where you touch your body, but you wait for the response of if it's a yes and you want to lean into it, or if it's, I'm going to want to take this in a slightly different direction and you change it. And you can do this in communication with a partner where they are the ones that who are touching you and you just, it's kind of like a meditation where you're totally internalized, where you're totally um, occupying your own body and you're listening to the, the spark of yes or the spark of no within the body and just being guided by that. And it's, it's really slow. It's like in the minutia. Um, and I think when we can kind of occupy our bodies in that way, then we get to listen to what our desires are. Does that make sense? I love that. Totally. That's so beautiful. You know, I, 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 my initial response to that, cause I haven't done that. I haven't done something like that before. I don't know if you have, Megan. Um, what what kind of responses? Is it an electric feeling? Is it a charge? Is it a goosebump? Like, what's what's the feeling in the body that's a yes or a no feeling? Or or what are we and, and what are we looking? That's going to be for? so individual. That's going to be completely individual. But for me, it's like I want to lean into that. I want more of that, and my body leans in, or it recoils and slightly pulls away. Doesn't like. And it. it's mm-hmm. just like, and it is an electrical response within the body. It's like a a spark of cellular activity. Or, or whatever you want to call it, Body whatever language. works for yours. Yes, but you you're listening for those things, and like to see if it lights you up and gives you more, or it takes away. And it's subtle, but if we can slow it down to the degree that we can listen to that, and then and then it, it, the pace can get more and more like over time to the point that we're we're just like in tune with that. And then our part once we are occupied in that way it starts to kind of permeate through the body and the pleasure and the the response permeates through the body. And if your partner is also doing the same thing, they're able to respond and listen to your body and guide it in. It's like a, it's like a, a beautiful um, non-linear dance where love, they're responding to your responses. And so there isn't like a, it's not choreographed. It's not performance oriented. It's pure listening. I like that you call it like you said, it's like a meditation. So there's two things for me that, that um, have resonated um, with what we're talking about today with when we talked about um, our cycles or our, our sexual and intimacy cycles are not that the same 
of that of a man where we go through the cycle with our hormones in a 28-day almost lunar cycle. And the ebbs and flows with that, whereas a man can kind of change, you know, like they're more of a circadian rhythm kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I've been paying a lot more attention to that and and um, and going back to the meditation thing, like really just internalizing my body and thinking, well, what am I, am, am I sexually aroused right now? Um, what, what time of month is it right now? What, what, where is my cycle? How does this relate to it? And I've really been trying to, um, on the meditation and meditate every morning with a guided meditation when my kids aren't banging on my door and I can close my door for 10 minutes, um, to truly meditate. And so the feelings that are coming out of that, which I think are the same kind of feelings that would come out from this kind of, um, you know, the, the sexual touch, touching your, your body or having your partner touch your body re- and waiting for a response with my um, breathing and meditations that I do in the morning. Sometimes I'll cry and yeah. it's not, it's just a release. It's a part of knowing yourself and, and who you are and mm-hmm. using that time to, to really reconnect with yourself. Um, so for me at this, this time of um, the month, perhaps, or just in my life. I don't know. There's a lot of variables. I haven't been feeling lately very sexual. So instead, I'm still being intimate with myself through through um, breathing and meditation and understanding the emotions that I'm feeling. And I think that self-love, whether it's sexual or, or not, is we're, we're arriving at the same kind of um, gift at the end, which is knowing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good for I you. I love that, Megan. Yeah, that's so Thank beautiful. You, and, and it's so honest. It's like, think about how much we're going through right now as a community, you know, and all of the stress, all of the new the new challenges that have just been, you know, dropped upon us, right? And, and you know, a lot of people have incredible amounts of fear right now, uncertainty, mm-hmm. economic stress, professional stress. You know, I was reading... Um, that article, I don't have it in front of me, but I think, I think we all read that article this past week. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that, but it's also about how it's affecting sexual energy and our mood and the mm-hmm. ability to connect even with a partner because we're so distracted mentally um, by deep, you know, relevant concerns, um, professional, Yeah, the article, I think you're talking you're talking yeah. about the USA Today one, if I, only I could Lysol my husband. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. one? That one. Yeah. Just about people having less sexual yeah. energy and not being in the mood because yeah. of the stress of the crisis that we're in. Yeah. So it's, I know it's Lisa, really, a, I wanted to yeah. ask you it. too yeah. about that. Are you hearing anything from your clients? What are they, are they freaking out about sex or they, yeah, I mean, like, what is the response? So I think in with the response to the virus and this kind of new normal which I hope isn't the new normal let me just tell you that I've, <laughs> I want a very different normal than the one we're currently experiencing um, but uh, some people in this situation will become hypersexualized and some people will have a different exaggerated response when they're under threat which is to to not have any sexual energy to for that to be shut off, and so we're, and to be in that stress and uncertainty more. Um, so it's really important to understand your system. 
um, and to know your yeses and your noes, to know if you are in a flight or flight or freeze response um, and to, to try and find some equilibrium. Now, the way that the stress, there's stress hormones, hormones can be pretty much either categorized into pleasure hormones or stress hormones. And when there's elevated stress hormones, you're going to have less pleasure hormones and vice versa. If you have more pleasure hormones, you're going to have less stress. They work in tandem. So if your body is producing hormones, it will only, it will, if you, if you have a, a certain degree of stress hormones, then it will not be able to produce the pleasure hormones because it's occupied producing mm -hmm. the stress hormones. This is a very simplified version, just, but to, just, just to, cause hormones are incredibly complicated. So if you are in a stress response, then it's unlikely that you will have the sex drive, the libido, the charge that comes from producing the, the pleasure hormones and vice versa. So that's why I always try to orient myself towards my pleasure. And when I say that, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, sex or intimacy even. It's just deriving pleasure from my environment, from my experience and absorbing that and letting myself have the fullness of that pleasure so that I'm producing more pleasure hormones and so my stress levels decrease. Do you feel like it sort of kicks you out of that space? Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I've been going through in this time, I, I, I'm allowing myself to feel all of the feelings. So if I'm feeling the stress and the anxiety and everything from what we're experiencing right now, and I'm like, I allow myself to have the fullness of that. And I usually use movement to be able to process that. Like I dance that out, dance to that feeling, like dance to the stuckness, dance to the anxiety, dance and like allow that to move through my body. Um, that really, that really helps. Um, but I allow my, yeah, I allow myself to have all the feelings. It's just that I have a different way of processing them and, and expressing them. I want to, Okay, so Leela, when you, I love that. I just wrote it down, dance the stress out. I want to know what this looks like. You want to know what it looks like? Yeah. Well, it, look, it looks, it's non-linear, first of all. So it's not like a performative dance. It's just me. It's just modifying the actual feeling that you have in your body and pushing it out through your body. It's a really great so practice. You don't, also, you don't put music on, you just move. You can. I, I'd usually pick a song that represents stuckness or anxiety or stress for me, and I dance to it. Um, I dance what my body feels as stuckness, and I dance mm -hmm. out. Um, and generally, that. at the end, my body is me moving too. much more freely, and that that feeling has kind of dissipated. Because um, it's not really the fe the feelings aren't the problem; it's just the way that we express them. That, some you know are or the fact that we squish them down and they reside within the body so butterfly like I love that. that and music so music cool. plays such a big part I mean it goes back to like setting the yeah, mood and the ambiance and creating an environment you know that feels sensual and inviting mm -hmm. and makes you feel good you know whatever that means it's it's such an individual thing but I love that. You know, I was talking to a couple of my girlfriends too, and we've been like, you know, meeting together a lot on the gram and splitting screens. And I've been live streaming and, you know, teaching these workout classes. And I was like, you know, it's just not as fun as 
cranking up the music really loud and being in a room and teaching and giving the way that I, yeah. I usually do when I teach my class here in Malibu. So we actually decided I'd love to even invite you girls next week to do like a like a really sweaty, sweaty, fun cardio dance like no one's watching, like group yes. party where, you know, we can have four. I mean, in, it was Zoom. We can have so many and everybody's connecting that way. But just to like turn the lights down low, I'm going to put disco lights on. I'm going to crank up the music and, and just yeah. try to like laugh a little bit and be silly and uh -huh. be free and be spontaneous and just... Yes you know, try to let go a little bit. Like, that's one thing that I'm really missing. I want to go dancing. I want to feel mm -hmm. free. I want to just go Me lose too. myself in someone else's song. I want to lose myself in someone else's story. Yeah, and just, just to loop back fun. for a second, Brooke, on what you said about your friend who's having difficulties finding her voice and finding mm -hmm. her desire, dance is a really great place to look because so, of like, mm -hmm. dance is effective, like, a lot of... A lot of people say they don't like dance. I don't dance because da 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 da. But it's usually because it's performative, right? It's not embodied. They're not embodying themselves and their authenticity and moving that way. They're trying to make it look a certain way. They're worried about what someone's mm -hmm. seeing right. or feeling right. about them. And when you do it, like it's as in sex, as in life, mm -hmm. as in dance, as in sex. So if you're doing that in dance, even if we do it all on Zoom and you're right. more worried about the people who could possibly be looking at you rather than having your own authentic, mm -hmm. yummy experience, then that's probably what you're doing in sex as well. So practice it outside of sex and do it in dance. Like dance it's can such, be such a beautiful medicine in that way. It's such a great idea. And my girlfriend has a lot of rhythm and she's actually an incredible dancer with no inhibitions and no issues at all mm. so it just goes to show you how much we get into our, our head because i'm yes. gonna i'm gonna tell her to do that and you made me think like of track something. your thoughts when you're dancing yeah. and that's and you what made you're me doing think of something too there used to be a, an exercise you know in acting where they used mm. to say like you have to stop and i think we talked about this in another episode you have to stop watching somebody watching you to just to yeah. get out of your own way you have to just be in the moment and just do what you want to do and it's same thing with dance the same thing with love making same thing with expressing personal needs and desires right mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I would say for your friend, that. practice outside of being in relationship to another person, which can bring up so much stuff, just being in that, that field of somebody else's energy and practice being solidly in your own and feeling all that you feel as an individual person. I mean, Megan's practicing this like <laughs> so beautifully as well, like because she's, um, yes. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. I have a silly question for you in relation to sex and rhythm and dance. How do you feel about having a partner that might not have rhythm like you do or who might not actually like to dance? If you're a person that is really into body movement and that connection, and you know you could be on the dance floor which we all have been at certain times in our lives with someone and everything is just like clicking and you're in that flow yeah. and you have the same rhythm and you have the same move and you're just like, Oh my God, you know, yes, same language. Escalate. you could, you already know how, what, you know, which that's yeah. my, I guess that's my question. Not my assumption is yeah. what is the direct connection between body language, movement, rhythm and dance and um, sensuality. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a language for sure. And there are some people that you are going to just sync up on that way in that, on that wavelength, because you have the exact same language and you totally understand each other and your bodies move the same way. And sex can be amazing. It might not hit all levels. That's what another thing I would say. It might hit, you know, it might be great in terms of, um, sex, but it might not, you might not have the heart connection. You might not have the head connection, which I think all those centers kind of um, a part of what makes a relationship great mm -hmm. is like having all those centers activated. Um, so it could just be really great on a physical level, but also another thing, like if you go back to our last episode where we interviewed Jaya about, about our different types, maybe you just need to learn someone else's language, you know, and when it comes to sex and, and their bodies and their dance. And maybe you can still occupy your body, in a, but in response to theirs. And I, I, I think I've mentioned I did this dance retreat recently mm -hmm. down in Costa Rica, which was amazing. And this is, I, I am feeling how valuable and grateful I am to have had that experience before this whole shutdown and lockdown, because mm -hmm. um, I was in contact with so many people. But I was really learning how to to stay within, to not, yeah, to stay within my own dance whilst being in connection with someone else who had a completely different way of moving um, and still honour the way that I wanted to move but in response to them without trying to mm -hmm. make it better for them, not try, like trying to make them feel more comfortable or more seen or trying to do anything but just listening and just responding and just peeling it back to those basic layers because I, I really found in that dance how much I um, I care about someone else's experience so much that I would take myself out of my dance to fully mirror their mm. dance so that they would feel comfortable and seen. That is so, so amazing. A, I, I was yeah. going to ask you what happens and what your opinion is because I, I, I've been talking to my girlfriends about this a lot and I, I want to know what you think too, Megan. Um, 
when you're not maybe gelling and it doesn't feel quite right and you don't have your rhythm. And I think what you're saying is rather than expecting it to be harmonious, allow yourself to be in their dance when you're asking them also at certain times to come into your dance. Yeah. And, and that's really it down. Like it da- the dance doesn't like have that. to be like this continuous flow that goes from one move to the next, like slow it down. So you actually can listen to yourself and listen to the other person. And it's kind of like a little bit of yours, a little bit of theirs. And then it becomes this beautiful, like flow, but you yeah. have to be able to be fully embodied to be able to have that. Otherwise it's one person coming over to the other person's side and doing exactly what they want to do. And that's how I think as women, we are like, well, from the work that I do with women, I see so often that we're just reflections of our partner's sex style, what they want and their desires, mm. rather than it being a reflection of ours. But it, that's because we care so much about their experience and we're so we're nurturing givers. and caring <laughs> and giving. Exactly. So you guys, you guys are probably both incredible dancers. <laughs> I'm not. I'm yes, you are. No, but you have, um, everybody like has their own... I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I love dancing and I do it anyways. And so when you guys talk about the partner that you don't gel with, that's, I'm that partner. I'm that partner that they're not gelling with. So I can imagine at least, but it's like, whatever. I mean, it's, and then, and then Brooke, you were saying, you know, you, you, when you have a partner that you just mesh with, well, I think the partners that I mesh with are my two sisters and my brother because they have to love me and like my dance style because we're from the same parents. I and, love that. Okay, like we just yeah, I do too. We we um, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think I there's a guy though many that years loves, ago your, to just loves give your it dance. Up dance. I don't I totally. And if they don't, that's okay too. Like I like dancing. That's all that really matters. Exactly. And the most important thing is for you to lo- like love your own individual dance. And to, to say you're not a great dancer is is totally externalized. It's compl- right. the totally. best dancers are the ones that are feeling themselves and expressing that through their bodies. It doesn't even yeah. matter what it looks like. It doesn't even have to be in beat. They could be on their whole own beat. You know, I it's mean, not let's just say we're not, I'm not going to be winning dancing with the stars anytime. Coming I don't know. No, you could have the right it's... partner that could take you there, Megan. That's the whole thing. Maybe. But, but you know, it's, it's also like, I think you have to get into the mindset. And it's incredible for me, the correlation between dance and movement and sex, sensuality, whatever you want to call it. But you have to be able to, I guess, enjoy your own dance by yourself as well, you know, and be able to dance like no one's watching and to be able to get into that moment with or without a partner. And again, this all again, again, and again, goes back to listening, watching, learning, asking, feeling there's freedom. There has to be Mm -hmm. freedom in that. I'm really curious, Megan, for you and what you're going through with the Facebook dating and the, you know, digital conversations without the body language, like, how are you feeling um, about what's the connection like with partners, with people when there is no physical union? Like, I'm fascinated by what you're going through right now. And you and so many people, because it's not even safe right now to interact with people physically besides your partner. Last week, last week I was dating in London. This week I'm not. And, um, (laughs) So it's weird. And honestly, I'm kind of over it. And I was just, I was just talking to my friend about, um, I was asking her, she's single, and I was asking her if her likes have decreased on, um, on the dating apps. And she said no. I said mine have. But sh- maybe it's, 
because, you know, coronavirus is affecting our ability to physically meet up, or maybe it's I'm uh, old news on the dating apps. Who knows? But no, you're not. Just, maybe people I mean, are looking. Maybe people are looking for different things right now. I mean, I'm just not, and I'm not really looking at the dating apps either because I'm not, I don't know. Like it's a total different, last week was an experiment. Oh, I changed my, my profile to London and date in London. And, and it was just fun and exciting. And this week I'm like, mm, I'm not really into it. I'm into, you know, meditating and being present. And I started writing stuff on my mirror book. I started intentions on my mirror every morning with a dry erase marker. So Good. every morning I, I, I erase it with my finger. So I go over it and I trace the word that was the previous day, the previous intention oh. for the day prior so that I can think about it. And then I write my new intention. So that's been really that. fun for me. So I guess that's where my energy is with the dating, um, just to kind of date myself for a little bit. And um, dating yourself for a well. minute. Dating yourself is really important. Yeah, master so dating. Important. That's what I call it. Master yeah. dating. <laughs> I love that. And being your own lover. Like, touch yourself the way that you'd love a lover to touch you. Like, you know, I re- actually, I'm going to put it on our Instagram page. And it felt What's that? really good to give myself a hug. Like, I just closed my eyes and yeah. I, I, I felt my my mind and I gave myself a hug. And because I, I do miss physical touch, I just want to hold somebody's hand or get a hug. And, of and course. I, whether or not in the age of coronavirus or not, as a single woman, oh um, I want to be partnered up. Like, I want that relationship. It was never my idea to get divorced. And yet here I am and I'm very, I'm happier than ever now, but... Um, I do want a, a partner, so just to hug myself, it feels good. Yeah, self-touch yeah. is so important right we now need for that. everyone. Yeah. We need that so much. Yeah. God, I, I even said to my son the other day, I was like, um, he came into the bed like in the middle of the night. I was so happy. I just like grabbed him and held him and put him under my wing. Aww. And I was just like, don't leave. Just like stay in here. I'm going to hold you so tight the whole night. It's just that touch, mm-hmm. that smell, it's energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's hard to not have. Yeah. yeah. You know what, you guys, this is interesting. You know what I did? So I have a little bit of um, men's um, cologne from this. Um, I, I buy a lot of perfume from Bond, New York, and they'll send me some samples. And I had some men's cologne. And I'll spray it on myself on a candle to kind that. of smell a man. It's a yeah. trick. I mean, it's just like the feelings of, you know, it's, it's memories, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue global. When you come back with a Purdue global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today 
at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everybody, it's Brooke. I've got a little gift for you for the entire Intimate Knowledge audience. Wanted to tell you a little bit about why I'm so passionate about health and wellness. And right now, during this crisis, home workouts are more important than ever. A couple years ago, I started my fitness app, Brooke Burke Body. I created it to connect digitally with women around the globe. I've been doing this for years. And right now, while every class is on hold, we have a way that we can work out, step into our sexy self, work on our body confidence, and start feeling good from the inside out, and we can do it together. So even if you don't love fitness, this is a way for you to tone, sculpt, lift, and change your body. I've got cardio parties, I've got BFF burns, workouts with my girlfriends, partner workouts, family fitness. I'm celebrating trainers from California to New York, it's not just about me. There is truly something for everyone. I've got short five-minute burns. We've got four-week programs, PDFs with recipes and mantras and menu suggestions. I've got inspirational female videos to help you get started. But more importantly, I'm going to show you exactly what I do and how to tone and change your body. You can get body specific. You can do a booty burn, leg burns, abs, arms, total body. Whatever your jam is, we've got something for everyone. And I want you to feel good at every stage of your life, at every shape and every size. Don't wait till summer. Right now, as we are all stuck at home, it is the best time to dig a little deeper. It's time to take care of ourselves. Fitness will boost your immune system. It will reset your mood. It will give you more energy. We need it. And I'm right here for you, ready to sweat beside you. So right now, for the next three months, you can get 25% off. Just use promo code BBBodyIK. That's B-B-B-O-D-Y-I-K. You can get the app. You can do it on your TV, Roku, Apple, do it on your computer. Whatever you want to do, you can come over to my house. I'm live streaming every Monday morning. We can sweat smart. We can change our body and we can find ways together to help us feel good. So this is my gift to you. Check out the Brooke Burke Body app. I'm live on the gram also. Find me, connect with me. I have an amazing community and I can show you step-by-step what I do, how I teach my class, my VIP booty burn class in Malibu. But the most important thing is that we take care of our bodies because it's the only place we have to live. And I promise you, your sensual energy will increase if you start to feel good and get into that sexy, sexy self that I know you all have inside of you. So my gift to you, everybody, promo code BBBodyIK. Let's work out together. I'm ready. Are you? We got this. Do you guys want to um, touch yeah, on a question. couple emails? Yeah. yeah. Do you have them? Yeah. 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 I do. Um, I do. Okay. This one's from Alice Nicole. Alice Nicola I. 
I was wondering if Brooke is able to speak about what led to her divorce with David and also how they handled telling the kids and how are the kids handling it? I think this is, this is an important question, not only, you know, because it's, it's you Brooke and, um, and, and, um, people are interested in, in your life and how they can apply it to theirs. But people, I think that there, there's a lot of people out there who are evaluating their marriages right now while they're in quarantine with their spouses. And if this is a road that others decide to go down, then how, how do you do it in a way that's healthy? Wow. It's such a, um, it's such a personal question. Um, it is. You know, and it it's is. not it's not a five minute answer. Um, well, don't feel like you need to answer if you're not I, comfortable. I, well, I'm okay. Pretty much nothing's off limits for me here. I just want to say that it's not a five minute answer. It's it's a 20 year answer. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I met David when I was, you know, 22 years old. And um, I believe in marriage. I, I really loved being married. I loved belonging to someone. I loved the um, entity of marriage, the idea of marriage. Uh, we worked so hard at it that we were working harder to keep it together than we were allowing ourselves to meet each other with honesty and the struggle of our marriage, our relationship. Um, there was no lack of love. There was a lack of ability to um, come together in a positive way. We weren't bringing out the best in each other. We weren't growing together we weren't encouraging each other's journey. We, um, you know, towards the end, we had more negative days than positive days. And mm -hmm. I am going to speak for myself. Um, I was not being a good example to my children. Um, I wasn't representing a, um, strong woman. I thought I was teaching them about staying power and loyalty. Um, and the value of forever and marriage. And what I wasn't doing was showing them what, how a loving wife looks like. I wasn't showing them a daily celebration of life and love and happiness. Mm -hmm. And the energy in my home was heavy and it was dark and, um, it didn't feel right. And so many people and women have asked me, you know, over the, you know, recent months, even how did I know? Like, how did I know? When did I know? And it's like, <laughs> I think a woman knows when she knows. I think you're ready to, to move and you're ready for change when yeah. you're ready for change. And I can't put words to that. It, it was such a process. And, um, you know, I decided to end the marriage when I, I was ready to give up fighting, when I was really ready to surrender to that. And I was ready to um, offer myself and make a deeper promise to myself about happiness and fulfillment mm -hmm. and joy. And, you know, if there's one thing that I'm committed to teaching my children, I don't know what forever looks like. I don't know if I believe in a soulmate anymore. I don't know what marriage means anymore. I'm not a paperwork kind of person. I never was. I did it all backwards. I had my kids and built my homes and did it all backwards two times. <laughs> two times. So I am not a traditional kind of a woman by, you know, by all means. But I am committed to teaching them what happiness looks like and how to love myself. So how did you tell the kids? Um, they knew that we were, were working on it for a long time. They knew that we were spending time apart. 
Um, you know, David and I separated two years before we divorced, you know, and then came back together, did our own work and gave, made a go of it again and worked really hard, um, you know, for, for nothing other than love for each other and our family. We um, just said it was time. You know, it was it was time to stop fighting and it was time to to change. And I had a really painful moment with my kids in one night where, um, you know, Shia had said to me, he goes, you know, mommy, daddy said, you know, because David has a tattoo on his arm that says I will never quit. And it's inscribed in Asian lettering. And he said, you know, daddy told us, you know, to never quit. Like we're never, ever, ever supposed, and it was with his father. It was the four of us like sitting around, like in a candle circle in our room, like during prayer time. And my son was like, daddy said, we're never supposed to quit. So why are you, you know, why are you quitting? Mm. Why are you like, doing everything? Like daddy wants to do this and daddy wants to go to therapy. And why are you, why are you giving up? <sighs> and I have to say to my son, you know, baby, baby, I'm, I, I'm not quitting. I'm, I'm not giving up. I'm, you know, I'm allowing change, necessary change, to take place. Oh, change. Um, okay. And this isn't okay. about. This isn't yeah. about giving up. And I had to allow myself that room as a woman. Oh, that gave me chills. That's a great answer. I, I had to give myself room as a woman to, um not call it that. I didn't give up. I, I, I embraced change and change was really necessary for myself and my family and my husband mm -hmm. at the time. <clears throat> and that's all I know. Like, I can't tell somebody, I can't answer this email and say, you know, this is what I did and this is the right way. Cause there's no right or wrong way. The right thing to do is to have a, a better working divorce than you had a marriage. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Because the, the truth of the matter is you're still in relationship with David. Right, of like of you are still, and so you, it's not giving up on the relationship and outing that person for your life. You don't get the opportunity to do that when you have children with them. So, if that's what you want, so it's really about allowing the relationship to transform into a different form. Yeah, <laughs> it's no longer. Yes. So that's great. I think that's great advice to, to not think of it as the yeah. ending of something, but just a metamorphosis of sorts. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not even capable of advising anyone on, you know, marriage or divorce because I'm I'm still in it and healing and learning. And um, all I know is that change was necessary. And that was so loud within my own self. It was so loud that I couldn't not listen to it anymore because I think fear makes people stay. Fear of change, uncertainty. I, I had to really go inside and listen to that, that voice. And that voice was so loud. That voice was screaming inside of me mm. saying, like, we have to change. You have to change. You have to change. And I didn't know what that looked like. I'm really committed to listening to that voice inside of me and, and just, you know, teaching my children about love, love and happiness. And that looks different for everybody. And I think that's also why it's really clear to get to get it's really great to get clear on what the relationship is for you know, um, like, is it for growth? Is it for healing? Is it for joy? Is it, you know, what is the, what are the dominant values of, of the relationship? And then that's your barometer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, you know, if you've got gotten to the limits of your capacity to grow with this person or your willingness to grow with this person or 
or what, so you can kind of gauge where you're at. And so it's such an individual. I can hear in the um, in the question that this person is, you know, reflecting upon their own life and how they should be doing it. And it's so it's so individual, and only it's you can so, answer if it's, it's so time to leave and how to handle that. It's um, the, be, you know the best way to do it is to measure it up against how what you value in relationship and mm-hmm. is your relationship meeting that or not. And may I add to your list? Um, Lila too about is is the relationship about family and I think for a lot of people it is and when you start to lose your sense of self to fight for your family I think you're losing the I think you're losing your way and um, Mm -hmm. I you can't you cannot lose yourself behind the scenes of of this idea this ideal this nuclear sense of of what a family is supposed to look like um yeah, it's good to think yeah, about it in I mean, terms I, of entities that, that make yeah. up a family. You know, there's the mm-hmm. individual people and that, that relationship, the, indivi- the, the relationship with each other and the romantic relationship. So it's, it's you know, it's not just one entity. Yeah. I think that this is, this is a great place to kind of wrap up too because um, if we take that metaphor of, of not something ending or pausing or stopping or, or, or life as we know it, um, coming to a complete and utter halt, but as a change, as, um, mm-hmm. as, you know, a way, a way for us to reflect on what is important and to, um, lean into that a little bit more, whether it's your marriage or, or your relationship with yourself or your relationship with your career or your children, sure. whatever it may be. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a great thought for all of us the three of us and for all of our listeners to ponder over the next week until we meet again. I think so. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That, it's so beautiful. It's like, even during this time change, like how are we embracing this moment, this moment in time when yeah. everything has changed? What does that mean to us? What are we doing with it? Um, no right answer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should all ask ourselves that this week. Yes, Definitely. And yes, surrender into into it, but also what do you want to create? And we are the powers of that. That's right. <laughs> I you love know? you. Guys. All right. Well, then I'm gonna. I love you guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wrap it up now. Um, if all of you guys need to subscribe to Intimate Knowledge, please. You can listen to Intimate Knowledge anywhere you find your podcast, and mm-hmm. follow us at Intimate Knowledge Podcast on Instagram, and please email us at ik at iHeartRadio.com. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I okay, yeah. that's right. Or you can send us messages on Instagram, but follow all of us and um, check out check out our own pages. You can see those silly TikToks and others. Yeah. We'll share it to the um, Intimate Knowledge page as well. So I thanks for should. listening, you guys. Stay safe, stay healthy. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.